All right. We are live. All right, another little podcast between Tyler and I. Um, right, typically we're delivering some at more actionable items focused around health and wellness. Today we have a little bit of a unique kind of podcast coming at you for 2023, the year in review for us business-wise, personally, right? We're going to say a couple of things and then transition that into more of a 2024 kind of New Year's resolutioner mindset talk. Yeah. Um, talk wanna, about the wellness factors of that. want to think about kind of the, the New Year mindset, New Year, New Me, but also yeah. take an opportunity for us to look back. What was our progress throughout 2023? What are we looking forward to in 2024 from mm-hmm. the business side? Um, and kind of how you accomplish these things, right? How, like, how should you look back? How should you take an opportunity to look forward and, and kind yeah. of act on things and, and goals that you want to that you want to achieve in 2024? Yeah. Yeah. So I think 2023, right? It's our, well, started just about right after Q1 in 2022, For, right? Opened as a business, yeah. right? Taking it from the top with that. So our first well. full, our first full year in yeah. business is 2023. So that's why it's, one, just an important one for us because we really get an opportunity to see what our real growth is for an actual year, Mm -hmm. Um, right? What does our retention look like? What does our member growth look like? Are we actually building something? Because no matter what, when you're thinking about business, the first two, three years can sometimes be a wash. But this is our first 12-month cycle. We really can kind of look at it and see kind of what happens, what happened over over that time frame. Yeah, Um, and I was going to say after the fact of like, getting going, getting substantiated socially, right? Physically in the space, memberships kind of solidified, added about 40 members on in 2023 plus now and counting, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But 2022, the first year in business for the last three quarters was paying off the build, getting everything going, kind of just getting, you know, your head fully above water to be able to swim. So 2023, right, is that first full year of yeah, kind of like a tester to see the real analytics, see some progress and some real factors that come into play when you're not just trying to stay above water um, and you're almost a fully functioning business of like the reality of what it is, you know. And that's, it's an important point because most businesses fail, right? They say something about 30 to 50% fail within the first two years. Yeah. And a lot of that is because you're just not, you're not in it for long enough. Yeah. So if we, like you said, we were paying off some financing that we had for a build out, some equipment financing, Right. Um, however, however else we had to pay for things just to get the place started. Yep. If you looked at yourself at the end of last year and you didn't have the re- like the resolve that you do, you could have said, well, this is this is rough. Like, I'm not taking home what I want to yet. I'm just building it. And you could have said, oh, well, I just got an offer at Lifetime. Yeah, I could go take it's easy. That. Right. And that's that's why like businesses just fail because mm-hmm. people don't stay in long enough. But right, you get to yeah. kind of the end of the year or they don't come um, in prepared with that mindset to. To know that it's going to take a little bit of time, for sure. Or that you're going to, you have to be in a hole because it is an investment, right? I mean, unless someone just, you have an angel investor. Of course. That kind of throws you some money. Um, Usually there's some sort of debt obligation there. Yep. Anyway, but uh, typically with the business, right, you're going to have to invest some money. So you're going to be coming out of some sort of hole in order Mm -hmm. to, in order to build that business. So for us coming out into that, into the new year last year, right, was was a bright spot. We Mm -hmm. kind of got all of that financing paid off. And that's pretty early for a business. We felt yeah. good about that, right? Mm-hmm. So kind of being able to then, again, 2023 being such an important year because now you can say, like, all right, what, what we're taking home, you actually get to take home something, right? You get to reap some reward of, of the work that you've been putting in for such a long time and for the risk that you took to start a business. Yeah, oh, it feels good. It yeah. feels good to hit that point too. Um, 
We're not done yet. Not even no, close no. to where I we want to be, right? That does not it's, mean uh, we're comfortable yeah. by any means. Like, it's, it, there's still a lot of growth yeah. to be had here. And it, and that's the thing with businesses too, is that it can just kind of easily be mm -hmm. taken away, right? So yeah. if you become complacent or if you take your eye off the ball and you're not delivering the same product that you promised your members, they can go somewhere else. Yeah. So I think our goal here is always to continuously deliver high value product because yeah. one, we care about our members and we care about their results mm -hmm. and we care that they're happy here. Um, but two, we, we also are just passionate about what we do. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, we're not going to kind of let the product yeah. be drowned down or, or be totally. watered down. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, we started the product in that sense. So it is us, but I think one thing, and this is taking more of a personal note, we've had this conversation. I think one thing I've almost had in my head is almost a problem of getting ahead of myself or wanting to get ahead, right? Because we're ambitious to try to do so many different things and grow fast enough or, or, or put, put more pieces around this whole wellness company that we envision eventually, right? But then it's like, no, we still have to, we still have to be in here at 8 a.m., mm -hmm. 9 a.m. Every member has to be tended to. Every member has, membership has to be upheld, right? The value always has to stay there no matter what we're doing, the visions that we have, what's going on, because, right, there's the basis. There's everything, right? The whole foundation that we've built in 8Well that's hopefully going to, you know, feed into this whole wellness vision that we have eventually, right? But not, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing in 2023 that I've kind of reiterated to myself of, like, let's stay within the passion, stay within the box, and you've said it, right? Where, where does growth happen? Well, let's just stick at what we're good at. Yeah, exactly. Right? Maybe, we just... we, maybe we invest in real estate or other stuff eventually, right? As we become more profitable and are able to with other ventures too. But yeah, it stays here first, yeah. you know, and it grows here. It's almost like, yeah, double down on what you're good at, right? Yeah. It's all right, what got you to this point. Like, all right, let's do, <clears throat> if there's room for it, let's do some more of that. And I think what's going to be interesting is that we'll get to a point where, hey, you've, you're doing really well at what you're doing, and if your member count is there, yeah. and everyone's being taken care of, you feel like you have the support staff, it's like, all right, now you can kind of really then figure out a, a, a parallel too, because number one is taken care of, yep. right? And not that you're gonna take your eye off of that, but you've doubled down, right? You've reinvested mm -hmm. into that into that parallel, right? making sure that right, it's taken care of, you've got good support, mm -hmm. as we'll talk about as well, because we were able to kind of bring on, right, OC, a full-time coach, um, now head right coach to here, lead yeah. head coach, right, lead the studio. And what feels really good is that our community is very comfortable with them, mm -hmm. right? Because that's the, tough, the toughest part about being in a service-based business and building a business around your own skills is that people want you yeah. for your talents. So, okay, so how do you get, how do you scale your business if you can't be there all the time or you need mm -hmm. to do other things or yeah. you just want to build around the business? You have to bring in people that are going to be able to take care of people and yeah. also um, the people that people care about right? Right. or are okay with being kind yeah. of not passed on to, but working with. Get them acclimated yeah, yeah. to that person and be able to hand it off. Um, yeah, no, big. That, that, I think that was a big step of us letting go. And as Steve had said, the owner of MMP had said, right, that's almost, that was our, our first go around, right? He made the statement of like, I'm sure putting work off to someone that you did was a hard step and it sometimes is a difficult step for a lot of business owners, right? That's why a lot of business owners just end up working for themselves nonstop. Yeah, you just hour create a job for yourself. Because yeah. the hiring process is something that can be unique to every industry, but it takes a special skill sometimes to find within yourself to hire and teach what you do to somebody to make that happen so that the product is there 
but still give that person their own voice so that they can create their own brand within the yeah. environment too, within the company, you know? Um, so that was a huge step, right? Um, and off the top, we had some more points here. So just 2023 in a whole, right? We had coach being hired. That was awesome. OC's done a great job. We Shout out to OC. Yeah, shout out to OC. We fully went live um, on a retainer monthly basis with the media team. Yeah. That Which has I think allowed us to create all this stuff. Again, when we're right, just talking about business, being yep. able to <clears throat> disseminate high quality information, mm -hmm. show our brand, grow our brand. That was a big investment for us, right? Yeah. That's we could use our cell phones, right? And continue to capture and yeah. create the strategy and try to create the strategy ourselves like we were doing in the beginning, but we would then lose the value of the media that we've been able to push out and the, the amount of output and the quality yeah. that we've been able to put out, right? So that's, that, I think that was a big investment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we always, we thought about from the beginning. We, we knew we needed to be out in front from a marketing standpoint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we both agreed on that, even if it wasn't uh, uh, a right out a right out conversation. Yep. Um, as we discussed kind of everything else with the business, this was something that we just knew right from the beginning that content had to continuously come out, right, for us yep. to be in front of the people. Yeah, and I think that as an investment, like you just said, <laughs> in and of itself for um, a business, right, we went into the mindset of growth no matter what, mm -hmm. right? That there's still that ability to somewhat try to reverse engineer our vision from the top, even though sometimes it's just forever changing and evolving of what that end product might look like or the end wellness company might look like. But I think, once again, that's where business owners can pin themselves is like, we could have taken the money we're paying them and just paid ourselves, yeah, right? Yeah, could have just been profit. Why? When you delay, 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 right? Hermosi, I think, has a great quote of the difference between someone that succeeds like outright and also either fails or stays where they are is the ability to delay gratification. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so delaying, it's, like, yeah, it's the biggest indicator of a successful person. Yeah. yeah. So delaying any type of gratification, the money that you see coming in the bank account that you could just take and go and use, right? As opposed to reinvesting, reinvesting, because mm -hmm. you know it's going to be worth it. It's growth. It's something that's going to accelerate your growth. It's going to get your brand out there, and that's the goal. Obviously, obviously, if there's not a goal, um, oop, we got someone popping in. Thank you. <laughs> obviously, if there's not the goal of growth in that capacity, yeah, it doesn't have to happen. You're fine, right? But that I think we've done a great job of in review sticking with that goal and trying to allocate very smartly and intelligently that aligns with our business. Yeah to put that in play within the first year of the first successful year, right? Um, in that sense. Yeah, I think that started from the, also the beginning of understanding our financials, yep. knowing where we wanted to go with the, fun, with the financials, mm -hmm. right? So we said, hey, <clears throat> we know that we're gonna finance this amount. We know what it's gonna cost us. We know that that means what we're gonna have to put, right, put in place and, and essentially not be able to bring home mm -hmm. because of that. But it allowed us to very quickly kind of get out of that hole yep. because we, continuously when it went to pay off debt for the business, but then also reinvest in the business that I think brought more eyes to the brand as well. Totally, yeah, and alongside that, another thing we introduced were the local collaborations, yeah. right, with businesses. So that's a, that was a cool step, cool idea that we had, and really just brings, right, it's, it's marketing to the forefront and investing in that, um, but using everything that we're Right, that we've put in place with the media team, right? And our resources and how we look at it and how we are on social media and just taking all those pieces and putting them, into, putting them right together, right? With yeah. people that we formed relationships with. 
And it's just like, how do you right, dig deep just as a marketing strategy, right? There's so many ways you can market in today's age, but like sometimes you just got to look to your left and right at the people around you and connect with those people yeah. and socially spread the word and show your personality and your quality and what you do through business and combine businesses, right? There's no limit unless you limit yourself in the mind of what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, I love this collaboration between Nike and Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen that, right? Like Nike made this black, essentially Air Force One with a, like a baby blue check and kind of maybe even like a little Tiffany piece on the lace, mm -hmm. right? Like two industries that have nothing to do with each other. But what it did was it crossed over kind of some people that are sneakerheads with people that appreciate jewelry, yeah. just like two different subsets of people and got, and it also created this, this boom for them because they're talking about this new product, right? Yep. So now you just get people that may have never looked at it well to look at us because we're doing a collaboration with someone. Yep. Um, but also I think that it's cool for when you're looking at building a brand to think about yourself locally first. And it's just how can you yeah. do things and integrate yourself as much as possible with the community. One, because that's literally our job here, mm -hmm. right? It's a, we, wanna, we wanna help this community get better from a health yeah. standpoint, but also too, we wanna just help this community. So, but if we can be good on the community level, then okay, can we get, be good at the county level? Right, okay, can we grow to that? If we can be good at the county level, then can you be good at the state level, right? It's like mm -hmm. kind of just thinking about like building these yeah. small ponds and then expanding yep. out from being kind of establishing yourself at every, at every range kind of there. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that's what we're doing, right? Starting everything and getting everything, the engine started and everything with the podcast, right? Um, we pretty, did we fish? We started the pod, actually the first episode was, was the, the end of 2022. Yeah, yeah. Also, so that was, I mean, that was big. That was kind of our first go around, kind of getting a few guests on, doing our thing. Um, and with that still comes constant direction, constant notes, planning, pushing the, the envelope on that to see what we can adapt that into and how right we want to go about it or change direction on what we want to talk about, but still keep it in the whole script of wellness. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and that's why we're having this, this talk today because it's how can, how can we also, if you are a business owner, or someone that wants to get into business, how can we give some tidbits on what our year looks like? Yeah, how, what was the experience? Yeah, right. how, how, how does success look after the first full year? And what does that feel like, right? Um, it's tough. A lot of people can be blindsided by stuff that they come about and get hit with, um, you know, if they're not mentally prepared. But with that, I wanted to talk about, right, we probably had worked with a couple of high schools, over the summer, that was cool. That was a cool growth factor, cool marketing thing too. Hope that we get to work with them again for, for uh, the football programs, yep. right? But I think um, number one, I think we had our best month that I felt great about in like June, I think it was. That was like a, a top, top month that we had, felt great, especially because going into the summer, fitness and summers don't really, like training specifically, yeah. don't really uh, mesh too well because people go on vacation, yeah, depending people are on, very non-committal. Yes, but depending on the groups of clientele that you have, right? Mm -hmm. People might spend a month in different locations doing this, doing that, and typically memberships can halt or drop yeah. or clients can halt or drop. And I think we had a pretty good peak of a month and then didn't really drop too crazy into yeah. the summer this year. As and the reason that was a point year. is because, yeah, <clears throat> the first year we saw as we were kind of really starting to I guess our first year peak was really starting to hit mm -hmm. kind of coming into that first summer. And then we kind of got smacked with the summer low yep. of, hey, I'm going to be away. Or, hey, the kids' school schedule is different now. 
-hmm. So I can't come to that same class that I used to come yep. to uh, because I have to camps. drop them off. Yeah, yeah, summer camp. So parents' schedules changed, mm -hmm. and and then they were going to go away in a week. So uh, whereas you think that people are super focused on their fitness in the summer, yeah, right. Not that I mean you're you're a little more lax, but because you know you're going to be outside, maybe you're wearing a little less clothes. You know, you're on the beach. You think people are, are thinking about. Um, staying in shape and doing some things. It's, yeah. it's really a time where people are a little less active, at least inside the gym, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. um, we did do a good job of kind of hedging and doing some offers right before summer, mm -hmm. trying to get people kind of just into a routine that they hopefully didn't break for summer. And then, yeah, having some good partnerships with, with the local schools definitely gave us, gave us a little more float. Yeah, 100%. And hope, like I said, hopefully continue those, but... Um, almost like in a way of not taking anything for granted, not mentally feeling settled on anything, right? Because those, those good months, right? Um, I heard a, a thing this morning actually by Robert De Niro. It was just like a success quote, but saying like, when you're high, stay even, like keep your mind even, right? Mm -hmm. Because people go up, people go down, things can go high and things can crash, right? But it's like, keep that keep that level even at all times, like, right, your sanity kind of and how you go approach every single day because that consistent pursuit's gonna lead to a win and success, right? Not so much get, oh my God, we had our best month, cool, what the hell does next month look like? Yeah. Or, wow, we had a bad month, holy shit, I don't even know what I wanna do with the business, right? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you go to the drawing board and you're like, well, we're panicking now, and it's yeah. like, oh wait, no, no, we're actually not, we're good, you know, the month after, so. And that was a um, big lesson, I think, just as kind of first time business owners was that, some months feel great, some months feel like you're going to go out of business, yeah. but as long as you stay consistent yep. right, and you stay in the game, you, you, have, you have a chance. The only time you don't mm -hmm. have a chance is when you sell, right? exactly. when you leave it. Yeah. Uh, that's when you actually realize your losses. So yeah. as long as you stay in the game, you, you have a chance, you have an opportunity. It's like thinking about someone having a 30-year career right, for their entry-level time of that, they're not making much money. Mm -hmm. You make some more money as you get you get deeper into your into your career there. If you're working for a big company, mm -hmm. it's very similar when you're working for a business. It compounds the years compound on themselves. Yep. You just have to put the time. Yeah, hundred percent. And that goes back to what you said, right? Not like most businesses can crash yeah. after year one, year two, but stick it out, play it smart, not overly smart, right? You still want to reward yourself sometimes here and there, but make sure that you're on the right track and stay with your stay with your goals and your vision of what it is. And I think that for me, I think we've done a great job of that. We've stayed consistent. Our partnership has been very consistent, right? A lot of partnerships burn out or fail or don't see eye to eye because of communication, because of stupid crap. Who the hell knows what one end does versus the other end, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's one thing that's been huge between us on a personal note. Right, like we didn't come to come into this first of all as like we were friendly. We weren't boys or friends right first. We kind of had that business-oriented mindset, and that's why we started working out and gravitating to each other. Looked at it as an opportunity, right? So I think a lot of friendships can struggle on that end mm -hmm. from that note, right? And this is advice to people that are with friends or trying to go into business because things see, seem so bright and the flowers seem are seeming to bloom so fast, and you get into it, it could burn out real fast because relationships get real. And get in the way and if there's not a real logical basis and a real grounded basis for financial education same thing with couples right relationships mm -hmm. you're not talking about certain finances certain things that go on who's doing literally what with the kid you got kids you know right like 
how do those things yeah, work? It starts and how to put does a strain on the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like keeping level-headed, I think, has been a huge strong suit because it's not like we veered off and saw it yeah, and I different. Think, and I think part of that is that we, we communicate well, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think we tried to put some some structured meetings on the calendar that always didn't didn't work for us. It was more of like the in-passing meetings that, that were better. Yeah. Uh, and that's just like for the way that we work, right? Because totally. it, it's just, we have a, we only have certain, right? Our, because of our schedules, right? They're kind of like, they're hourly. So those mm-hmm. things can just kind of fill up. Um, but we've been able to communicate well ahead of, ahead of issues, yep. right? Just within our partnership. And then also I think that we, we do a good job of leaning into our strengths, right? And then we, we kind of, we play off of that. So, all right, what are you going to handle? What am I going to handle? All mm-hmm. right, now let's have a conversation about that, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to kind of trying to do everything at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and dictating work yeah. differently, too. Mm-hmm. At least for us, right, one big point, and we're going to segue into our next topic after this, um, but one big point I think that we started kind of really thinking about more this summer was like reverse engineering what our, not what the business looks like and what our goal is for the company, but what our roles look like, mm-hmm. right? We came into this more so with certain backed skills and experiences. We mesh a lot in the middle with a lot of things, but we also understand both sides of what we're doing for the most part. Mm-hmm. We might do things a little differently, but I think we're good at our roles. And it's like, how does that look like? Like, how does a company eventually have a CEO, a CFO, right? All these different positions that are heads of certain parts. How do those come about, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's like, how do we look at that and substantiate that? So that's one big point, right? Two, I'm just throwing out direct stuff for, for young business owners. Like we're not even, <laughs> we're not successful to the point that we want to be at. Right? No, but it's just where we anything are. Anything helps. Well, yeah, but where yeah. we are, it's like the realization of like, okay, if you can look at stuff from the top down, that's why I keep making that point. The sooner that you know how specific you can get to certain roles that you can dictate and what you're going to do and what the other person's going to do and where you meet in the middle and you can constantly communicate about those things, yeah. the easier everything's going to be. Yeah, and have right? an honest conversation with yeah. what your skills are, what, they are, what they're not, right? yeah. and then also allowing that other person to go, go do their thing, mm-hmm. right? And like it's – because I don't think that actually it's natural for like a, a business-oriented person to bring in a partner. Right, yeah. because you kind of just want to go, you want to go do things. But I think that having a partner makes it a lot easier. If right, if it's if it, if goes, it works you go out, about, right, yeah. if, if it's the right partner and yeah. you're able to figure out those things, have those conversation, communication, um, and then also have someone that complements the things that you do. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and I, and I, I go, I say that it's not natural because uh, if you're just kind of like this entrepreneur, right, you're like, all right, this is the thing that I think about, right, I want to build this can, I'm just, I just want to go do it, mm-hmm. right, it's not always, the, the thought isn't always, I want to bring someone in that's going to yeah. design the can, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go, do, go make this can, right, mm-hmm. and try to see if I could sell it, um, but if you can figure out a way to get a partnership, I think that it is, a, it's a level up, like, it's a key, yep. right, kind of to success, because you have an, just an extra year, right, to kind of run things by, to, to work through things with. Yeah, 100%, so, for us personally, in the business, 2024, how do you feel? Strong. What do you think? Um, no, I feel, I, I, it's like it's a, it's a double down mm-hmm. on 2023, which I think is, is, is the most exciting thing for me because being kind of the side of it that I kind of look at the numbers every yep. day and I like hyper, hyper analyze like our retention, our churn rates, mm-hmm. right? Like, and trying to see just what things that we can implement just to, okay, how can we, decrease churn just slightly, 
How yeah. can we find yeah. that one extra member that wants to sign up, um, right, each month, right? Is that's like where kind of the fun of the game kind of happens for me. And like, because we have 12 months, you can kind of see way more mature data yep. kind of around that and yep. kind of like how we swing, like how many members we average a month. And then also like what the reasons are for people that actually kind of need to leave us, mm -hmm. right? And it's just, mm -hmm. okay, how can we implement things that allow them an opportunity to not have to leave us, yep. right? Because I don't think that, and I think that's testament to our culture, testament to the product. We don't just have people that just leave because they say, hey, I'm not enjoying the experience here. Usually it's a schedule, it's a financial, um, mm -hmm. and or maybe it's a, a goal thing, yep. right? Yep. Goals have changed. Uh, so it's, okay, how can we stay ahead of that? How can we now implement some things that give them an opportunity to speak these things out loud? A little yep. more often, uh, and have an ability to, to have whatever issue that they're having kind of said out loud before they feel like they have to they have to leave. Yeah, and even I think like us um, conveying more value, more resources to help those things mm -hmm. to keep them right, to give them the life they need, and push them towards their results consistently, and also like be able to quantify them. Right, because we can only do so much in the training floor with us, OC, and right. Hopefully, grow into more coaches and whatever coaches we hire to be able to just have in passing conversations. But yeah, sit down weekly meetings that we've yeah. impl implemented. We have that challenge running right now. We have the um, the nutrition group that yeah. we're gonna, which right, I think introduce. is, and that's as we talk about reinvesting into the business. Like yeah. that's the things that I think that we take pride in. It's like okay, so we know we need better. We better want media, right? Yeah. We, we reinvest and we, we bring in a media team. We know we want to bring as much value as possible to our to our members. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to use our company dollars to bring in uh, a, a dietitian team, right, and a platform yep. to to be utilized by by our members. Yep. And right, and again, as you mentioned, right, not thinking about yeah, this profit that you can put in your pocket, but what's our goal here, right? Our goal is to just drive more value for our members, and hopefully right down the, down the road somewhere that leads to more profit for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe, but as long as it leads to more value for yeah. the people that are here, we win, right? That's, yep. that's good. 100%, yeah. I think 2024 is gonna be, yeah, refining, growing. The points that came up in 2023 were, right, were kind of the juices are flowing on recognizing either that they were problems or things that we wanted to grow upon or do and putting things in place now to like roll into 2024 with way more value, yeah. you know, and concretely, concretely put all those things into play, looking at certain things, right? Even a bigger space for the members to try to volumize more, um, obviously affect more people, but still keep the product the same. That's been an interesting thing that we've talked about a bunch because like we're looking at growth, right? Growth is, is where we want to go. It's what we want to do with growth. You could do so many more things you know, more resources. Yeah, it could be more financial resources, but that, once again, gives the opportunity to reinvest and grow and look at this as like a powerhouse company from a wellness standpoint that's localized, but then grow that out, right? How do we get there? How do we do those things and make those things happen? Yeah. Um, what do you think you're, yeah. so as you think about the business from 2022, 2023 to 2024, um, I guess you personally, right? What's your, kind of your mindset coming into the new year? Mindset coming into the new year is, is progress and growth on kind of what I just said. Um, but I think, right, we have the drip company that we started, the IV hydration company, 
that's a little side value piece that starts out with our members, but I think solidifying the whole logistical background for that, because it is part of that eight well entity in that sense, yep. branching out. And I think that that's a really awesome thing that could grow for us. So I'm looking forward to that. But I think for the space in and of a whole, right, looking forward to looking at a bigger space, looking at how we can actually like, um, for ourselves, right, I have my clientele, we have our training hours, be able to be real, like a lot better at dictating those to one, two, three, four more trainers, I think is gonna be the biggest step mentally for me and for us in that sense, right? I think you can agree on that and, and like getting the business be, or, or getting the business to be way more efficiently rolling on its own in that sense um, and looking at it that way and like being able to actually instill that and do those things and having a, a real team, you know, a real like wellness team put into play for people um, to create way more value, right? And like kind of solidify stuff, you know, where sometimes in the beginning things can feel like they're kind of all being pieced together mm -hmm. rather than, or like the train's rolling, but the track's being laid down just well, in front of the train. Yeah, when you're building right? a business, right? It's like you build a plane yeah. as, you, <laughs> as then, you're falling. And yeah. hopefully, right, it, it takes off before you hit the ground. Yeah, and so now it's like, 2023 was like trying to fuel the plane in midair mm -hmm. after we built it in midair. And now hopefully 2024 is, we're cruising a little bit. We could, we, yeah. we could sit a little bit and, and look at the inside of the plane now and really pick apart things and refine things and build a, a kitchen in the plane and, yeah. a, and, a, and a bar in the plane, right? Like those yeah. kind of things. I, agree. I think the alliance is definitely refining processes <clears throat> for growth, right? And then secondary to that, right, is, mm -hmm. is kind of this steady growth. Yep. Yep. Side point because you can't have you can't have growth without the processes in place. One hundred percent. Yep. How do you feel, right? As you're kind of thinking about this process of mindset, mm -hmm. but the thought of even, oh, I need a new mindset for the new year. Mm -hmm. So right. So right as away, we kind of get right kind as, of get into this thought as of, we <clears throat> have these conversations and as we're living in this current moment of December. November, the last day of November, but December 1st, yep. this will be released right before the new year. As everyone that's hopefully listening is having that mindset, you hear and see these, these things all the time, right? New Year's, new, new Year, new me, New Year's resolution, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that right off the bat, I like it and I hate it. Um, I always have. I think it, it, there's always new opportunity. It's cool, right, to put a, a date or um, right, a, a finite start, period. A finite, yeah, like a, a quantifiable mm -hmm. point to start. Because it's something or, you can hold yourself against. Yeah, do something. It yeah. creates accountability. It puts something in a box, and you can see what's in that box, and it's, it's not venturing out anywhere, right? It's very specific. But I, I, so I like it for that point, but I hate it because it can be very vague or very just um, not not translating to consistent growth in the long haul of someone's life, right? The long-term growth of them sustaining success in whatever venture they're trying to do, you know? Um, yeah, I think with that, I, similarly, I, I have the same sentiment, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I, I like it for reasons and I hate it for most reasons. I've never set a New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. I think, and I, I feel that I don't like them so much because I think they're like crash diets, Yeah. right? You yep. say you're going to do these things, um, and you probably hope to do them, but most fail. And they fail because you're, you're saying you're going to do something that 
you typically probably can't take mm -hmm. out of your lifestyle and you can't just do it on January 1st just because you're saying you're going to do it, mm -hmm. right? You didn't build anything in place to actually be able to, to remove it um, or to be able to add this thing. So it's, yeah. oh, I'm going to work out three times a week. That's my <clears> New Year's <throat> resolution. Okay, how are you going to accomplish that? Yeah. Did you put any process in place, right? Did you set the hour? Did you put that hour in your calendar, right? Did you... Uh, allocate time to make sure you can get to the gym, right? Yeah. Are you going to leave work early? Are you going to work late, right? Are you going before before work, right? Yeah. You got to think about these things before just saying, oh, I'm, I'm just not going to eat chocolate, right? Or something <laughs> like that, right? Ask, All right, yeah. what, what is it going to yeah. be? How are you actually going to accomplish these and things? That's, that's what we talk about on this segment of the podcast um, is planning, mm -hmm. putting things into place that hopefully become habits and don't have to be so far or so have to be so... Um, <clears throat> reachable or so much effort has to be taken to put them down on a calendar they just become what it is right? yeah. you don't have to really we don't have to write down that we're going to work out yeah it just happens because our I hours would, fall into place i would not be yeah. myself if i didn't work out yeah. right i would i wouldn't feel right yeah but no but that's it right so that's like how, so okay i have to create processes to yeah. make me the first kind of person that works out mm -hmm. right so first yeah first i i write it down and then i become a person that goes to ate well or yep. goes to a gym for an hour a day mm -hmm. and then or if I don't go or subscribes well online whatever you need to do whatever uh, and then I become a person that if I don't do that right it's I feel like I'm off for my habits yeah. or it's built into my plan to not do it that yeah, day yeah, yeah. right but that's that's it it's like um, if I want to be someone that reads a book I need to start with a sentence a day mm -hmm. I progress to a chapter and now I read a full a few a full few few pages right every night right but I have to start somewhere yeah. in order to become that person that works out, that reads a book, that hydrates appropriately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, I think it ends up being January for people because it is a fresh start. The number flips on the calendar. That's, right, a mentally satisfying yeah. thing. It's like the I'll Start it's a Monday. New page of a book. Yeah, I'll Start yeah. Monday, I'll Start Monday, Sunday Scaries type of thing. Um, if you get in the flow of it, if you did it last year and the year before and the year before that, you'd be fine now and you're just looking to grow and progress, which is what we just talked about with business rather than just starting the business, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. right? Where, where would we be if we just looked to start eight well tomorrow, uh, in 2024, I yeah. guess, right? Hopefully we'd be um, opening this year. Yeah, so it's that and it's just like, it, it feels so good to, to have that date inconceptualized and it's like, it's almost the same feeling you get when you watch like MTV Cribs or you see these celebrities or people with money or driving exotic cars, you can consume that on Instagram all day because it's satisfying to see. And it's almost like a, this feels, this must feel good. This looks mm -hmm. good to see. It feels like I'm in it with it, but I don't have to work for it. I'm seeing this person have it. It's kind of an interesting thing. And your brain gets dopamine hits off of that. But at the same time, it's like January is there because it's the fresh start, but it's the holidays, the desserts. Yeah. You're at your low point physically kind it's of almost the toughest time that. to do it yeah right. it's it's the toughest time to do it and it's like new year if you're in the northeast it is dark yeah. as hell at yeah. five o'clock and you probably <laughs> yeah. don't want to go to the gym yeah. but it's your resolution so yeah you, have you to. just ate like shit you yeah. just drank a bunch you it's just cold. uh you know had a break from work or school hanging out with family doing your thing right um so it seems like a good time to just like pack in all the crap at the end of the year and then completely dry cut that completely, which onto the next big kind of point that I wanted to make is it shouldn't just be a dry cut, right? It should be handling the holidays as the holidays and letting them be the holidays because yeah, you're enjoying, enjoying them. time. Yeah. You're enjoying time. You, I sit down and I, all right, I could probably have a little bit of ice cream every night. I could probably have a little bit of ice cream. Not that I do. do. I'm not saying I do. Yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but I've set myself up yeah, calorically. To be able to do that. If I wanted that every night and I knew that I wanted that every night, I could probably do it. But how can you go in with the mindset of the holidays is just being okay with that. Mm -hmm. Everyone has to put out, and this is a big thing in the nutrition industry, right? Um, holiday eating, a holiday mindset eating, right? And something we're going to end up talking about too um, because it's, it's a problem for the majority of people. Same thing with accountability for working out, right? How do you get yourself to work out consistently? You need the accountability. You need the push. It's hard to get yourself to do that. Well, it's the same yeah. thing. It's how do you just approach the holidays naturally and say, on Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat and drink. Just do that. And that's it, get though, right? So it's becoming that, a person right? that's conscious about yeah. your nutrition. If you're conscious about your nutrition, you're not going to <clears throat> abuse holiday. the holiday as a time to overeat and overstimulate yourself with things yeah. because you wouldn't also do it in April, right? Yeah. But if you've already built those things around yourself or you built those habits mm -hmm. and you've, yeah, you've afforded space for yourself to be able to enjoy cakes and pies and whatever you're going to have for dinner, you're fine. And it's also then, right, if, as we talked about a plan, okay, so if I have my consistency built, I enjoy these meals, I do these mm -hmm. things during the holidays, and then I don't wait till January 1st, I, on December 15th, I'm up in the gym as well. And then on, on December 26th, right? After Christmas, maybe I go for a walk, I go for a run, something quick. I'm, I'm back on that schedule. Yeah. Um, even though I maybe I had some food and some drinks the night before. All right, and then so, right, setting parameters, um, whether you are in the fitness game that you wanna be in, you're in the daily schedule that you wanna be in, right? And you're looking to 24 to enhance that, or you're just looking to start in 2024. Um, some people, I think, have unique ways that I've seen, right? Like, for example, Joe Rogan talks about carnivore month, January being carnivore month. And, right, whatever you want to say about carnivore, whatever opinions you have, right, on dieting and stuff, I think it's a cool way that you can cycle off of carbohydrates or kind of dumb yourself down and get yourself fully away from sweets. It's and, almost like force yourself to be clean. Yeah, force yourself yeah. to be clean. And right, I, I don't know <clears throat> that I, I know that he does it in January and, it's, and it is a reset. I've never heard him speak too much on it, but it is a reset, right? But he's a guy that's training every day. He's doing jujitsu, cold plunges every day, mentally challenges himself every day, feels pain every day, makes sure that's a factor in a part of his day, right? He's already in it. He's had years and decades of being yeah. in it. He's so, mentally trained to go... <clears throat> withdraw things from his life yeah. for a month he's fine yeah um and I, I was gonna say it's a cool thing right but like you said much earlier in the podcast those crash diets or binge kind of diets in that yeah. sense right keto for a short amount of time where people yo-yo or drop tons of weight and then gain it all back right if you're one of those people i wouldn't recommend it but it's a cool way to set parameters, to kind of give yourself a goal, see if you can mentally or physically challenge yourself for a couple of weeks or a month, but see how you can get into a good schedule off of that, right? Yeah, it's like, um, like I even know on Whoop, they create a group around dry January. Cool, Right, okay. just a bunch of people saying, all right, let's see how your recovery is affected because you're not drinking all throughout January. And mm -hmm. I know that's like a, a very common thing that people do. Yeah. But just with that, it's like, all right, how can I take out this thing that I know is negative for me Right, and just not do it for a month. Mm -hmm. I kind of jumpstart myself for a year and, and use that to hopefully propel good habits throughout the year. Yep. Do, I, do I think that most people are successful? Probably not. Do I think that it also is going to outweigh if mm -hmm. you just drank crazy or ate crazy for the next 11 months? It won't, yep. right? But maybe it creates some good habits and maybe it gets you thinking about, all right, I went carnivore or 
I did dry January for a month, and when I woke up, mm -hmm. my stomach felt a little better. Yeah. And my energy was a little bit better. Just say that. So it just kind of gives you a reference point for when I did some things that were a little bit different from my normal. Maybe I maybe I knew that mm -hmm. that felt a little healthier for me. I'm not saying carnivore is the answer. Yeah. I probably could say dry January is the answer, yeah. right? But not saying carnivore is the answer. Yeah. But maybe it got you. Yeah, to remove the pack of cookies you're eating every night. So. And <laughs> just <laughs> taking shots at Sal. It got you to, to not do those and then kind of think about, all right, how did my body feel yeah. when I did those things? Yeah, no, I, like, <clears throat> right, it could be just that and almost um, taking them as intel for yourself, mm -hmm. right? That's all every kind of week and month should be. Even my daily workouts following a program, training clients, and I have a program written down. Every day is intel. Every day is gathering. Right, because yeah. things can change. You have to be able to change, to adapt, to evaluate constantly. But using all those intelligent pieces that you gather to put into your plan yeah. and refine your plan and make it easier for you to number one succeed in your plan, right? To not fail at your workout and your workout consistently, and just to make you way more consistent as a person to show up for yourself, right? Um, so with that, I wanted to go through like five points that I wrote down. I have them written right here. All right, of a pretty easy, we always come with the actionable items and things that you can almost put down for yourself and look at, right, as five points. I'm going to read them through and then we can kind of get into them a little bit for the next two minutes. But I wanted to talk about how to use the next year if you are using this year, right, 2024, any year, whether you're just starting or you want to progress something, right, to set yourself up for success, right? Number one, start and don't stop. Be consistent. Lay out a plan and know your daily schedule execute with consistency it's okay to miss but get back on track and then no excuses but allow yourself one one to two all right so i want to talk yeah. about that because and then just add right as yeah. a sixth Go just because you were kind of alluding to it before and i think we talk about it a lot is just check in with check yourself in. right check so in. do the thing start don't stop give your like right no excuses right except for one and then right every couple weeks every couple days mm -hmm. check in okay how do i feel give yourself a reference point do i feel good because i'm doing this all right let's keep doing it do I hate the workout I just did? All right, mm -hmm. let me change it before I can't last because I just don't want to go back to whatever place I was going to to get my exercise in or whatever food I was eating, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to eat that anymore, right? But check in with yourself. So add just adding that in, right, I think gives you a good, mm -hmm. a good full circle. Yeah, right. It's how do you, and Carlton mentioned it on one of our past podcasts, if you guys refer back to that one with Carlton <coughs> Jean-Claude on there. He spoke about literally <laughs> waking up at 5 a.m. and walking in the gym. Yeah. And looking at the bike for two minutes, sitting on it, or five minutes and leaving, mm -hmm. right? And the next day was seven minutes, and the next day was eight minutes, and then 10. And then he started bench pressing a little bit, right? But like almost like just tasting yeah. a little bit until you're, he was like, oh, you know what? It's pretty good. It's pretty comfortable. I've gotten out of bed at five. Yeah, I've which is the hardest bit, part. Yeah, which is the hardest part, right? That warm <laughs> bed feels great, especially in January. Um, but yeah, making that a point to get up and do those things, right? Staying consistent drawing out your schedule, not your weekly schedule, saying broadly, I'm gonna work out twice this week or three times this week, yeah, saying no. like Tuesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., I'm working out, yeah. right? We have to do that sometimes if we're going crazy yeah. between classes, hours, phone calls, this, that, the third. Lock I might it have, off in the calendar. I have 2.15 to 3 o'clock to work <clears> out, <throat> and I know that my workout clothes are on at 2.14, yeah. and I'm in there yeah. because it has to get done in that sense, right? Even though I don't want to do it most days half the time, right? It's not like we like working out every day, yeah. but we know the feeling after. You sacrifice it. You push yourself mentally. You just flip the switch, and you go do it, right? Get that, get that, uh, you know, that little self-talk 
going and just mm -hmm. be like, bitch, you got to do this. Yeah. You got to do this shit. Let's work. Um, yeah. You know? Um, so there's that, right? And then I threw in that one kind of excuse. Yeah, talk about that. That one little piece, because um, I know I have that, right? I typically take a Tuesday and a Thursday off. I've been just way more efficient for my work schedule. I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, stay strong and have great lifts on those days. Maybe throw in one or two days. But I think even on those on days, right, if we have a really busy day, and I know I have to lift on a Wednesday, but that Wednesday is so busy and I still could get the lift in, right? Maybe sometimes once out of every month it feels good to be like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to do it today. I'm all right. I'll do it on Thursday instead, or I'll do it another day, or I just won't do it, right? Because it's okay. Yeah. You know, you afford yourself that. You don't have to be so tightly strung to everything that it creates almost a negative feedback or like a self-animosity. Um, so yeah. I think that's very important is being not soft on yourself, but being... No, it's rewarding yeah. yourself for the success that you have had in these habits. Exactly. And I think that kind of ties back into the point that you put there with, right, just getting back to it mm -hmm. so it's all right i know i've been in my good schedule i'm gonna for i got one excuse and maybe that excuse was i didn't think that my co-workers before the holiday party right a couple days before the holiday party wanted to grab some food instead of me going to the gym i'm just gonna enjoy some time with them yep so i'm gonna go right but okay so that was on tuesday right and make sure you don't miss on wednesday mm -hmm. right make sure you get back to the gym you get back in that routine kind of as soon as possible yeah 100 percent. right so i think that's a good place to leave it off. Um, new Year's resolutioners talked about the year interview in 2023, all right? Going into the new year for us, progressing and resolutioning, right? Yeah. Bottom line throughout this whole conversation, put together some, site, some type of plan or some type of thing, right? Entity for yourself, whether it's the people around you, a list that you refer back to every day, learning how to how to you know have that switch in your mind for yourself because there's that moment you feel right where it's like i could just turn and get out of bed and step on the floor and walk away from the bed right mm -hmm. just when you feel that just do it don't question it yeah, just put your feet on the it, floor right? put your feet on the floor and go um getting used to doing that getting used to giving yourself a little bit more of a kick in the ass because i think you need it yeah we for all sure. need it you know um and that's what that's what creates the business, starts the business, gets stuff going, gets yeah. you in the gym. Gets you in the best shape you, yeah. you, you have been in. Uh, maybe gets you a job, maybe gets you more yeah. in a, an interview, right? It, all these things lead to the positive things that you're looking for, mm -hmm. right? But it's not being complacent. It's kind of setting a plan. Yeah, pushing through the discomfort. Pushing, exactly. Setting processes that make you stay with the discomfort until mm -hmm. it becomes a little more comfortable, um, remaining consistent, and checking in with yourself to make sure the processes that you pick are the ones that work for you. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Hey, appreciate you guys. Yeah. Happy New Year. Enjoy it. Happy New Year. Like this post, this video, send it mm -hmm. if uh, you feel like you found something valuable and let us know if there are some actions that you took in 2023 that uh, were positive for you and that you're looking to implement in 2024 or ones that you think were negative and you want to kind of change for 2024. Yeah. And let's get after it in 2024. And 2025, and 2026, yeah. and 2027, and, every year and after that. so on. Let's do it. Thanks, guys.